All right, guys, going to the dentist sucks. We all know that. Nobody wants to go. It's the worst thing we've got to do every six months. But if you go to Green Mountain Dental Group and schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, they will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. So you get a great reward, a Sonicare toothbrush, a top-of-the-line electric toothbrush that will change your life. That's my personal guarantee. And all you got to do is something you've got to do every six months, every year. You've got to schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. So make it Green Mountain Dental Group. They're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And remember, the first step to good health is taking care of your mouth. And if you upgrade from that crappy manual toothbrush to an electric one, that will lead to a healthier teeth, a healthier mouth, and better overall health. So schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group today. They will give you a free Sonicare toothbrush. Hey kids, how would you like to hear this on the screen instead of the great show you came to see? That's what you sound like. Honest. Please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone, including you, can enjoy. <laughs> There's no reason I should like this song, but I really do. Like <laughs> What on? What's happening? It's Wednesday night. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the DNBA show on DNVR Nuggets. No Adam again. I'm your host again. Sorry. I'm oh, Brendan Boat. Um, Damn. Same dudes as always. <laughs> if you're familiar with the program, you're familiar with my co-host. Above me and to the left, to my left, it's Harrison Wind. That's my What's right. up, guys? Uh, presented oh, by right. Manscaped, of course. Your balls will thank you. I don't know if my balls have ever thanked me previous to this. Yeah, but now they do it all the time. It's great. I like can't get them to shut up. Uh, yeah, Marius is still on the hunt for Jokic. We'll keep you guys updated. We do have Derek, uh, Derek, Eric Weedham, D-Line Co. with us. Eric, what's that's up? true. Derek is a better version. I actually agree with that. Like he's it, your better... uh, he's your version of Brandon. Yeah, uh, your cooler older brother. Yeah, Derek is Derek. It like it does way more interesting stuff for sure. <laughs> we have. Actually, a good amount to talk about today, Justin. Oh. Uh, basketball's getting closer. The topics are heating up. Uh, wins. Our, our special guest, Alex Labadoo, who, who we'll introduce in a little bit. And the rest of the, the Nuggets media contingent got to speak with Calvin Booth today. Um, we've got some more updates regarding players donating salaries. Uh, we're going to do a special bubble food corner. Uh, I cannot wins. wait. I cannot wait. It might wait. be the best segment in the history of this show. I don't want to overhype it, but... why? I, I feel like you're still underhyping it by saying that. <laughs> we'll see. But we got to start <laughs> tonight where the people want us to start. Uh, with, a little, with a little Jokic update. Uh, and, uh, well, this one comes to us courtesy of Calvin Booth. I'm going to read a tweet from Harrison Wind. No, Nuggets GM me. Calvin Booth on a Zoom call says, Nikola Jokic... <laughs> is not yet en route to Orlando. It's just a matter of getting in the bubble uh, safely and making sure he's healthy. He estimates that three quarters of the Nuggets traveling party is currently at Disney World. When you were the man who was yeah. on the Zoom call, who was there, so why don't you break it down for us? What, what did you learn from Calvin today regarding Jokic? Uh, not much. Like we talked about this on yesterday's show, pretty much the same situation. Uh, he's, he's not in Disney World, obviously. The hope is he gets there soon. Uh, have... But we don't really know that much more than that, to be honest. Uh, the Nuggets are not concerned. Like, Boot, Calvin Booth was, was asked on the call today, are you concerned about Jokic's availability for the restart? And he was like, definitively, no, that we're not concerned. But, yeah, he's still not here. And uh, first practice is tomorrow, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Uh, do you got, what do you, what do you, what, what, <laughs> what do you think? Like, what are, are we nervous? I mean, about I don't that? think there's any reason to be concerned. I don't think the team is is hiding anything here. Um, if Jokic wasn't considering going, or or if he was uh, delayed because of of something more serious, I think we'd probably know by now. Um, I, I do think that they're they're stating it plainly. I think they literally are just waiting for him to get there. Yeah. When I don't know about you, but I'm not concerned. Do you think yeah, I'm not concerned. I, I think uh, early next week or this time next week. I wouldn't be surprised if he's inside the bubble. Maybe he's still quarantining, but I think yeah. that that's a good uh, range to shoot for for when he'll be inside the bubble. But, I mean, across the league, uh, staffers and also some players uh, are not in the bubble who are on teams that are in the bubble. So, 
uh, yes, this is the Nuggets' best player and, like, they're key to everything. And, <laughs> and there's little reason for them to be in the bubble without him. Um, but, like, still, this is happening to other teams as well with their players. Yeah, do, I mean, do you think that the what's going on in Serbia, they're having all of the political turmoil, uh, has any effect on his travel? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really want to speculate sure. on that. But Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I suppose it's possible. Practice wind... Um, I guess we don't really know what that's going to look like. It, is this useful time? Is this important time for the team in your estimation? I mean, yeah, this is the first practice these guys are going to have in four months, mm. pretty much. The season was suspended on March 11th, uh, so and this is the first organized team activity that they're going to be doing since then. <laughs> All these workouts at Pepsi Center have been a one-on-zero type stuff. Yes... The Nuggets have, like, been holding secret scrimmages and whatnot. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Um, <laughs> as not a have, secret anymore, B. <laughs> As have a lot of teams throughout the league. Guys have been playing five-on-five. Five. Not yeah. formally, right. it, it's but... Been on, it's been yeah. on Twitter. We've all Team, seen it. Teammates have been gathering at gyms across the country to play five-on-five. Five. It's been happening. But formally, officially, this is the first time that everybody's going to be together with, obviously, like, the coaching staff that's there. So I think it is important for sure. And we, the media, will start to hear from Malone and, and hopefully a couple of players each practice session and, and start to, to build that bridge again. Um, when we do, it won't just be us on those calls. The entire Nuggets media contingent will be there, including our special guest for tonight's program, Alex Labadoo from Nuggets.com, digital strategist and writer. Alex, yeah. thanks for joining us. How are Hi, you? Everyone. And How's the crowd going, goes wild. <laughs> wow, wow. I've never there heard a reception is. like this. Oh, man. <laughs> How are you, brother? It's like we haven't <laughs> talked to you in um, years, a lifetime even, you could say. How are you holding up? Can I say I miss you guys? Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm glad you did. See, I miss I, you. Yeah, I miss you, Alex, but I also miss Vote and uh, Eric because I never see them either, uh-uh. except digitally. <laughs> it's really yeah. weird. I'm a little digitally tired of you guys, if I'm being honest, but I would like to hang out. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I, at the games, it really has become like a little, I guess we're in, we're literally competitors, but it almost feels like peers. It's like a little community. We're friends. Yeah. Hanging out at the Pepsi Center. Like, there's some pre and post game rituals that were staples in my social life, for lack of a real one with this job. <laughs> I, I miss it. I miss you guys. You know, you know what I miss? Uh, go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. Like I, I miss the, the the wardrobe competitions. I miss wondering <laughs> what the food is gonna be. Like, oh yeah! <laughs> wow, you, you know, you know so what glamorous. I miss? I miss that uh, that moment in time, forty five minutes before the game starts, when the starting lineups come out, and we already know who is gonna be on the starting lineups, but we all have to check it out and just just see if there's any surprises. That's what I miss. <laughs> wow! Wow! The wardrobe competition is not much of a of a competition because Eric just rocks the the turtleneck with the tiger velvet shoes or whatever. That's a Come clear on, winner Eric. every time. You're trying to get me off this podcast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we literally talk about this every every game. Yeah, I guess he doesn't need. Anymore no, but to Alex's credit, Alex has rocked some uh, some stylish blazers. I remember uh, he, he comes with the heat too. So it's, wait, it's funny you say that, Omar. That's actually like one of the only things that Arturis <laughs> ever said to me was, uh, "We were at training camp last year." So the Hawaiian shirt's just your thing, huh? He did. He, there, were, there wasn't really any humor in it. I don't think he liked it. He was just pointing it out. But yeah, I, I've already tried the Hawaiian shirt thing. Not super professional, it appears. And one time, uh, Arturis actually translated my uh, Dazbog coffee cup for me. Oh. oh. What, did it, what did it translate to? He was coffee? like, please enjoy your coffee. Oh. Must have oh. been a riveting conversation. <laughs> wow. sounds, sounds amazing. <laughs> so yeah, wait, what? Dazbog means... Please enjoy your coffee. Like the, the whatever that inscription is that that's around the cup. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. I see. They they wrote that. Uh, wow, wow. Yeah. And it forced him to be nice to you. That's nice. <laughs> that's a nice night. a nice icebreaker. <laughs> so, Alex, um, were you also in that Zoom call today? Did you get to hear from Calvin Booth? Yeah, I was in the in the Zoom call, and then we also had a a one on one sit down with him 
for Nuggets.com that, that – Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, what? <laughs> Any chance before you, like, write anything, you could just say it all right Wait here. a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, there, there were some cool – there were some interesting uh, things that Calvin discussed and – in both calls, and um, it, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, obviously, continuity is a big thing for the Nuggets, but obviously, everyone wants to add their own wrinkles. So, I'm curious to see what he's going to bring and, and what sort of uh, aspects of, of recruiting and, and scouting and all that fun things he's going to get involved with. Well, what's just your impression of of Calvin just being around him for the last couple of years? Because it's funny. Like, he got here in 2017, I think, like, before you were around. But I was around. It just seems like he's been here forever, though. He just seems like like he's just one of the guys in the Nuggets front office. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's interesting. So, obviously, before I, I joined the Nuggets, I, I, I worked for the Nets um, in, in a similar role. And just sort of, again, seeing kind of the, the differences between how the Nets and the Nuggets operate, um, I think – it was it was really symbolized by sort of Tim and and and, and Calvin's relationship. I mean, th- these men are really really close. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good friends. They really trust each other, and um, I think Tim really values that in, in his front in his front office is yeah. sort of being able to communicate and and sort of being able to to trust his staff's opinion. And I'm not saying that that wasn't the case with the Nets. I just think the Nets it's it's more uh, it, their front office is a little bit bigger. And it's a little bit more corporate, um, so it's it's interesting to sort of see um, that from the Nuggets side, I guess. In the Nuggets side of thing, I mean, everything from what I understand, it's a particularly collaborative effort, and, and that's yeah. how I understand Tim as well as a person. He he wants your opinion; he doesn't just want to put his foot down. Am I correct in that assumption, to your knowledge? Yeah, I mean, every time that I, I've spoken with Tim, Tim, and I'm sure you guys have all had similar experiences. Tim has a, such yeah. a good way of remembering small details about individuals. Like, you know, he'll he'll talk smack to me about New York and, and, and or, or bring up a neighborhood that he went to check out recently. So uh, it's just cool to see that he's uh, very aware of the people who he works with. And uh, I, I think, again, that that just plays into the relationship that he has with Calvin. And, and you know, I, I'm excited to see what these two are going to be able to do together. Yeah, well, I think it's important that they have that relationship because, like, in any good front office, you, oh, I, I would think you want a collaborative approach and you want people that aren't afraid to, like, speak up and let their voices and opinions be heard, even if that differs from the guy in charge. And you, it's tough to do that sometimes if you don't have, like, a really rock-solid yeah. person-to-person relationship, you know? Yeah, I think stability is, is key. I think, you know, I always, my comparison to this organization is I, I, I kind of compare it to what the Spurs have done in the sense of, yeah. you know, scouting is key, relationships inside the front office are key, developing, you know, strong um, coaching staff ties are key. So uh, for me, like, this just is, you know, I don't think anyone was surprised when, when the team decided to, promote Calvin because this is kind of how they operate. You know, it's funny, like the difference between me and you guys, like I didn't, Calvin Booth was not a name that I was familiar with before this year. Like it's funny, like you guys know these interpersonal relationships and how it all pieces together. But like, as just like a a duller, wide mouth breathing fan, like I just, (laughs) he's, he's not a name that like ever popped up he was never on my radar and it's funny to hear like how entrenched and ingra- i mean obviously there's so much more to the nuggets than you see is just a fan it's just funny to just slowly see that peel back and it's important to them you know our insight there really is limited but you know we we can say i think pretty assuredly that that this organization puts a premium on, on those relationships and trust um there were a couple of noteworthy quotes i saw on the twitter sphere coming out um the, i'm gonna i'm gonna print that on a t-shirt That's from me. that conversation uh when i saw you tweeted this out uh as you put it the key word here is core quote i think the thing that's lost on us even sometimes um uh i think the thing that's lost on us on even us sometimes as the people operating our organization is how young our core guys are jamal's 23 nicholas 25 
Michael Porter Jr. is 22. Um, 20 in that tweet, of course. We know he's 22. So, so Wind, I just you found that to be notable. I just wanted to look, kind of open up the floor to you to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, it's we've talked about this a lot. We know the Nuggets front office is super high on MPJ. They've been super high on him for so long. And I thought it was pretty notable that Calvin Booth just put him in this quote-unquote core with him and uh, Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray, despite the fact that MPJ only played 600-something minutes this year or has only played 600-something minutes this year. And it's funny, like, even going back to, uh, like, last year's team and the year before that and the year before that, the Nuggets' core has always been, like, Jokic and Murray and Harris and Will Barton. And now for the first time, I feel like it's very defined to three guys. Mm. I feel like for the first time in this Jokic Mm. era – it's kind of centered in on three guys. Do you agree with that thought, Alex? Um, yes and no. I, I think anytime you draft a guy in a lottery, you envision him as being part of your core. So, like, for me, I didn't read into it as, you know, this is a core three thing. I think he was just trying to emphasize the fact that this team has a lot of young players that are still developing, that are still – that the ceiling, we still don't know what their ceiling is. So that that's how I read it personally. Sure. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I think that, you know, obviously M- MPJ has a lot of potential. Uh, we've seen that scoring comes to him very naturally. Uh, I, I think that there's there's going to be some things that he, he needs to work on. And, and, and I think that Malone... Coach Malone has done a good job in sort of easing him in. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that he has a lot of great potential if he works on the things that he needs to work on. Yeah, it's, like, impossible to deny that potential. I mean, MPJ yeah. is, like, so delicious. Like, just the thought of MPJ <laughs> just, like, makes me feel warm inside, like, in what he could bring. And that is amazing to hear them refer to him as part of the core. Like, that's... And it's a good reminder, too, like the difference in the jobs of of someone in the front office and Michael Malone, who Michael Malone's job is it comes down to more than does he believe in MPJ, does he believe he's going to be a part of the core, whereas when you're a front office member, you can just sort of give a a looser, vaguer endorsement, right? But I do know that this front office um, does believe in MPJ in that way. Uh, Eric, as a diehard Nuggets fan, Mm -hmm. I, I... you are. I, I know that Gary Harris, <laughs> at times over the past few years, has has served, maybe not the the best player on the team, but almost like like Mr. Nugget, like the oh, face of this era is. in many yeah, ways. Yeah. Um, where does he belong in, in this conversation of the Nuggets' core? Do you still have him as a as a member in your eyes? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely still do. I've not uh, given up on Gary Harris at all. Like, in my mind, he's had one half bad season. You know, like mm. he's. Uh, I don't know. We've, we've just seen what's possible, and I, I just do not believe in my heart of hearts that he has gone this foul this quickly um, without there being some sort of, like, explanation for it. And some, you know, now he's had time to sort of work on that. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, again, that's also the brightest timeline for the Nuggets, for him to, be, to have four core players that you can count on and, and just worry about filling in the blanks around. It's like, that's, that's how you win a championship. So yeah, I do believe in Gary Harris. Cause I want to, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that, Eric. I, I do. And part of me thinks there should be a, a, a statue of Gary Harris at Pepsi center for the Nuggets win a championship because he is like the Denver Nuggets. He is this era. Yeah. Um, but he's not part of the core anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, he's not. wow. He's not. Wow. Who's in it? When? And what constitutes being a member of the core? I, know it's I, think it's, I think it's the three in the quote. And I, I like uh, Alex was kind of getting it. I was probably projecting a little. Like, I don't think Calvin was like, oh, yes, this is our sure. core. Sure, sure. Um, to cut but, it off there. Yeah, but like, I think it's the guys you look at and you say, okay, if we build a team around these three guys, we can win a championship. And like Why is it four guys? Because We're, I think uh, you can. Because I think you can sub out Gary Harris for like a, a lot of guys, and it wouldn't really change the uh, the kind of dy- dynamic of the. You team. think we? You think we could upgrade at that position? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I, I just mean like with what we have, like could we maneuver in that way to, you know, to to, to improve at that position? That feels like a 
super position, a premium position and like a difficult position to fill. It's difficult to find teams that would be willing to let go of a good two slash three. So no, no doubt. And I mean, like Gary is a very solid shooting guard. He's a, he's a great defender. Yeah. Um, his offense has seen better days, but you know, he can still have some bright moments. Um, I think he was in that core a couple years ago, but it, the roster just kind of evolved to a, a different space since then, I feel like. Yeah. From, from my point of view, the, the one thing I'll say is, in my opinion, outside of Paul Millsap, I think Gary garners, garners the most respect out of, out of guys in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, you see it, you know, whenever you're in that locker room, you see it on social media. Um, people understand his value to that team. And I think, you know, he understands the DNA of being a nugget. And that's that's sometimes harder to come by than, than you think it is. Um, yeah. So for me, um, you know, I, I'm really curious to see what Gary Harris is going to get when the season restart happens, especially in the playoffs, because I think in the playoffs, all of the inhibitions that he had in terms of, you know, just throwing himself out there, I, I think in the playoffs you really saw a, a player that was motivated and really wanted – to push the Nuggets as far as he possibly could. So uh, that's all I have to say about it. I think that the You're so dumb. And, and, and just the work ethic and the the the, the, the things that he does on defense, um, I think, you know, they're huge to this team's culture. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see. But I, I, Gary Harris, to me, is invaluable for a lot of reasons. That's right. Aside Nobody- from... Just Nobody play. opts out on a Gary Harris team. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> to me, it's, no, it's not okay. a perfect analogy, but I, I'm vaguely reminded of like the ship of, of Theseus. And like, if you start removing a piece of this this ship one plank at a time, at what point is it no longer the same ship? And I, I think of the guys that you could plug away, pluck away from this team, and you'd still think of them as the Nuggets from two, three years ago. In that context, I think Gary's part of the core. I think if you take that Gary plank away. Um, I don't know if they're a better or worse team, whatever, but it's a different team to me. Yeah, and, and a so, new era has begun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love what Alex was saying there. I totally agree. Like, <coughs> Gary's 25, but, I mean, he's been through a couple wars, man. For like, sure. Yeah. He, 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 he went through the Brian Shaw era. Um, <laughs> he, he went through, like, the 33-win Nuggets when Malone first got here. <laughs> and now Gary? he's the – what was okay. that? Couldn't you see Gary on like the bad boy Pistons? Like he's just like that kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of a throwback player in that totally. regard. But um, he's an amazing locker room guy, and he's an amazing culture guy. Um, and he is a huge reason why the locker room and the culture is where it's at. Think about it this way: like Malone's a def- uh, is a defense first coach. Imagine where this team would be without Gary Harris and, mm-hmm. and Paul Millsap yep. on that side of the floor. I mean, you know, Paul is kind of like the, the quarterback on the back end, but, like, Gary's the guy who's, like, being the enforcer. So, for me, yeah, like, that's going to be really hard to replace. And, and, and I just think, yeah, he's 25. So, yeah. I know. He's, that's my favorite part of talking about the NBA is you're like, man, this guy, his career's on the downswing. He turned 26 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just, like, when you are reminded of how old players are, you're like – what if, when I was 25 years old, like, I, I mean, I had a lot more going on. I'm, <laughs> too early to count out 25-year-old Eric. That's all I'm saying. Hey, let's keep it moving. we got plenty to cover tonight, um, including Wynn's viral tweet. But before we do, let's bring that music up. Let's hit a quick break. Oh, Wynn has muted himself. All we'll right. do it live, baby. Let's do it live. I hope he comes back with the, the low modulator voice. Me too. Me too. Um, actually, I, I, I don't oh, know if you sorry, guys Sorry, can have, you guys uh, hear me? Oh, oh, guys, oh yeah. thank God, because I knew where that <laughs> was going. Sorry. Yeah, let's hit, let's hit a break real quick. Uh, yeah, we can cue up that music. There we go. Perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, if you're looking to pick up some brew this weekend, make it a Breck brew. Pick up the uh, Mile High City Copper Lager oh, baby. Davidson's. You know it. It's got that uh, Nugget Skyline blue on it. Also pick up uh, the 15-can sampler 
Some are calling it the Jokic pack. I've Again, heard many. that around the block. Many. He's, yeah. Pick that up from Davidson's. They have curbside pickup. People are confused now. They're just picking up any pack of beer uh-huh. and they're like, do I call 15. this a Jokic pack? Like, what yeah. do I? Yeah. Six pack, one... 15 pack, 12 pack, whatever. It's all the Jokic pack. <laughs> um, also, guys, MSU Denver Online. I'm taking a class this summer at MSU Denver Online as He's is smarter already. our I'm, own Ali Monroe. Yes, I feel like it. I've gotten smarter. Over look at this. Would you agree, Eric? I would say that I thought his hair had more body today, but I think his brain has grown in size, and it's gotten better. I, can, I feel All like right. I can see the outline of, like, a monocle. Oh. He's a smart guy. Did okay. you take a... Uh, did you take old-timey economics as your course? <laughs> you, no. Okay. Definitely not taking an econ course this summer. Um, but if you are thinking about taking a course, maybe you're thinking about going back to school and finishing your degree. Maybe you're thinking about getting oh, your undergrad so for the first time. Uh, check out MSU Denver online. Awesome teachers, relevant coursework. You're not going to learn something that in a class that you're not going to use outside of the classroom, which... I learned a lot of that type of stuff in my undergrad. And um, MSU Denver Online is super convenient. They work with you around your schedule if you're working a second job. Uh, You can like work ahead in your class, so you can always stay on your schedule. Uh, They've got a full course listing online, so check them out. Uh, MSU Denver Online. All right. That was Wynn's moment with the break. Now it's it's Wynn's big moment. This is, um, I don't know if you guys saw, our boy almost went viral last night. The Denver Nuggets are in Orlando. Troy Daniels, Denver Nuggets legend, uh, uploaded his Instagram story with a couple of images of, um, of well, dinner. And it didn't, it didn't look great. Guy, I don't know if you're, if you're with us here. Pause, pause. That impossible bolognese sounded interesting. <laughs> sounded interesting it didn't look interesting um yeah there it is so there's troy troy daniels dinner night one inside the nba yeah Bowl. expand now, that whole expand that whole photo there's more to see but wind i know you had to issue a, a clarification or like an addition you yeah got some new news yeah so i mean th- this photo gets put out on or troy daniels instagrams this photo to a story Somebody hits me up and they're like, "Did you see Troy Daniels' story?" And I was like, "No, this was live on the show." Last I know, night. yeah, you, you reported this. this. You, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. reported the emoji on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I tweeted it out, and obviously it started going crazy. And I reached out to a couple people that are uh, at the Grand Destino right now, and I was like, "Wait, don't tell me this was your dinner tonight. Like, please don't tell real. me you get down to the bubble and this was your dinner." And apparently uh, they brought this and then soon after uh, brought oh. chicken, pasta, uh, and I think steak last night. Um, yeah, but, it does look great. I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. Oh, yeah. th- th- that's just the presentation. That is, that's high quality food. You know, uh, when was the last time you had a dinner that consisted of like 17 pieces? <laughs> yeah. I know. Everything's like individually wrapped. Yeah, yeah. They're like really trying to make, they're really trying to do the best they can, I guess. But it's just the presentation's bad. Nothing looks good in a styrofoam little thing like yeah. that. But so anyways, I'll- yeah, it, it didn't look that great. And then um, Mark Stein came in with a tweet that said, after teams get out of the 48 hour quarantine, the food gets better, Ooh. which I didn't know if that like was an actual thing. Because that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, A. Or if it was something that the league and Disney put out there when they saw the reaction to uh, this food. But, like, what were they expecting? Alex, (laughs) in the era of uh, player empowerment, is this an outrage? Do we need to get these players better meals or are they fine? Am I overreacting? To quote uh, a great philosopher, LeBron ain't eating that. <laughs> that, that was the best tweet that came out. We can tweet that. It, right? Yeah, and he is 100% right. There is no way LeBron's eating that. I really want to see LeBron is eating. Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, who mostly annoys me, I have to say, played it played it well with a great troll job. Yeah, he posted a picture of some sushi. Uh, guys, the Lakers were not in in the bubble. Uh, yet, so yeah, I know. If that's it makes, why their uh, food lit, lit If it up. makes uh, Nuggets players and uh, NBA players all around, if it makes you feel better, I am drinking half of a Sprite Zero Sugar that wasn't mine. That, and that's, that's, that's all I have for dinner so far tonight. I had oatmeal for lunch because they don't serve the burritos at McDonald's anymore. Was it so. indivi- did it come with a individual bites yes. of watermelon? Yeah, they yeah, like they, yummy they, to your tummy. At the- 
covered in plastic, could, each one. My favorite was the, the tweets that were like, just end it now. It's over. <laughs> this is I was like, what is happening? This is insane. Like, is that a TJ tweet? I don't know. <laughs> like somehow we need our athletes to be the most comfortable human beings on earth or we are personally harmed by it. We're like, ah, Gary Harris has to sleep on an uncomfortable pillow. <laughs> like, like pull the plug. It's yeah. crazy. My favorite was how all of NBA Twitter was like, how do uh, how does the NBA expect athletes to eat this? I wouldn't even eat that. And I was like, <laughs> well, I did, did like the median reporter like salary go up by like forty percent when I wasn't looking or something? Like how how are we all affording this? <laughs> I wouldn't eat that. Meanwhile, no matter how much we all dump on the food at Pepsi Center, I still bring Tupperware to bring it home. Like, I would eat. I'll eat wow, don't say that out loud. That's yeah, outrageous. Yeah, that's end, end the, the show. Are, the feds are going to come for you. We're, we're 30 minutes into the show. I think Nick's intern has stopped, stopped listening. Um, <laughs> Do we have a new segment? Well, this was the new segment, and we kind of blew our opportunity to well, show like, the can we go? Can we go full on, really deep dive? Is there no more to talk about? I, thought I don't know have... if there's no more to talk about, but we can just show the graphic, because I think we have to. It's <laughs> yeah. Bubble it's, Food Corner with It's Harrison. Bubble Food Corner with Harrison Wind. Wind, who is officially on the food beat. <laughs> so, uh, today for breakfast. Unbelievable. Here at the Grand Destino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, French toast sticks. Ooh. A quiche. Quiche. Potatoes How, and was fruit. it? Well, hold on, hold on. Personal quiche or a sli- like a slice? I you know I'm not sure. I, uh, I'm not I thought sure. you were an inve- I thought you were an investigative reporter. I would guess a piece of a quiche. All right, a well, slice. A slice of a quiche. Okay, that yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not worried about the food guys. They're going to be living large. They're going to be living fine. The WNBA, on the other hand. I don't know if you guys saw some of the, the photos from their living situation coming. No, not oh, looking no. pretty. Uh, oh. For for dinner tonight, shrimp, steak, salad, oh. rice, and fresh fruit. Oh. So we got a little surf and turf going. Tonight. End it. <laughs> Just end the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting comment from Buckets because I have not been to the Pistons media room. But uh, the oh. Trailblazers yeah. spread that they put out is incredible. So I have been to the Pistons. Uh, this is the info we need. Oh, baby. Oh, Give it to God. us. Oh my god! So they literally have seven dinner options. What? Seven? Wow! Seven. <laughs> the legends are true. <laughs> <laughs> they have an ice cream machine. Uh, they have what? a salad bar. Um, yeah. Staple like, Center. Staple Center also has a uh, soft serve machine. Ooh! Yeah, like a, do you get a I'm twist, or do you have to get stuck with one flavor? Yeah. You have to pay. You have to pay for the food at Staple Center. Though. Do you have to pay in yeah. Detroit? Nah. No. Nope. Glorious. Why? You, you literally see like. Forty percent of the media clear out before the game ends, before the game starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just show up for the food. You mean then they yeah, leave? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> thought it was. Uh, I was hallucinating well, I like, in Portland. That's the. Mo- that's like the. People at Portland are there for the beer. <laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> yeah. that, those I are the. Know, yeah, I don't those know. Those are the I two saddest. This, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I don't know if I told the story on the podcast before, but in the playoffs last year, the in Portland, uh, the game ends. You do all the media stuff. Uh, they got the podium, of course, in the playoffs. They break that all down. Then this guy wheels in a cart that has a beer tap on it. And also, I think he had wine as well. Yep. Yeah, I had wine. I think I he had my, red wine as well. And oh so you can take a beer into the little press room where you write your story. This was the funniest part. About 30 minutes after we walk into the press room and we're all writing, uh, a guy comes in there and yells, last call. Like four guys get up and go get another beer and come back to their laptops. Wow, wow. Is, I mean, is it a, is it like uh, Ernest Hemingway with you guys? Is it? Do you need a little uh, lubrication to get your writing done, or is yes. that the, okay? Well, cool. There you go. It can help. Yeah, it can help for sure. I thought I was hallucinating in Portland. I, I walked in there with a concussion from the car accident, and there was like lobster tail and steak and pasta. I remember. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to dunk on the Pepsi Center. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Taco night at the Pepsi Center is lit, though. I'm a big fan of barbecue. Barbecue. Every, every night for me at the Pepsi Center is pizza and a beer night, and I get Pepsi pizza food and a beer. Room has been trending up, though. It's a yeah. lot better than where it was a couple years ago. Yeah, except for the beef stew with the serrated spoon makes it hard to catch the. <laughs> well, broth. you, you um, did not have to eat that. Nobody forced unbe- you to eat. What's the main course? Unbelievable! Um, Unbelievable. Listen, to right. you beggar, beggar and chooser. That is, 
uh, bubble food corner. Food that corner, was bubble, bubble food corner with, with Harrison, Harrison Wind. Wind. We'll be bringing that back oh, as we I get more updates. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, we'll take a hard left turn to something a little more serious. <laughs> On last night's show, we talked about Dwight Howard's decision to not just participate in Orlando, but to donate his remaining salary to his um, I Can't Breathe campaign. Um, Spurs guard Patty Mills, according to Shamshrania, um, or Shamshrania tweeted out a video. This is actually a testimonial, so it's not alleged. Spurs guard Patty Mills says he is donating his remaining NBA salary of uh, just under one million and eighteen thousand dollars in Orlando to Black Lives Matter organizations. Guy, let's play. That's a short wow. clip. Let's uh, let's just. Play it's that incredible. It really is. That's a lot of money. Oh, and oh no. we can't no audio. <laughs> we'll do it live. Well, <laughs> this touching moment has made, been made more touching. Yeah, still no audio. Yeah, okay. so it's not going to happen. <laughs> but listen, he just elaborates on his decision. Um, he explains a little bit where the money is going to go. Um, so Black Lives Matter organizations in Australia, a couple other organizations as well. But he, he ended on the point that I have decided to play in Orlando so as not to leave any money on the table yeah. that could all be going to these organizations. Um, Alex, I found this and Dwight Howard's decision to be a really, really great solution to, to their whatever internal conflict some of these players may have been feeling. Um, I, I don't know what you think, but just a great example of just kind of literally putting your money where your mouth is. I mean, I think even the guys who aren't putting their money on, on the table, I, I think that they're trying to enact change in other methods. I mean, you look totally. at um, you know, what some of our players have done. Uh, I, I know you guys remember when Jamal was asking all of us about yeah. our personal experience with, with racism and, and sort of also just, you know, talking about his, his, his you know, challenges with it. Um, I think just having voices out there that haven't had these type of conversations before is, is key. But obviously, you know, this world uh, runs on resources. So, like, when guys donate, that that's huge. And I think guys playing, I, you know, I like the initiative that the league is doing by allowing guys to uh, have messaging on their jersey and, yeah. and having Black Lives Matter on the court and, and those type of things. So, uh, you know, I think over the past decade, the NBA has really taken that league. and I mean, taking that lead and being the woke league, if that makes sense. Sure. Of course but, it makes sense. <laughs> And and uh, the the players are really responding well to that, um, and I I think you know, for uh, perhaps a young team that that that's inspiring to maybe go out there and and, and try to enact change in their own way, um, you know. So these guys are all role models to an extent, and 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 I think that by doing these actions, they're they're making a difference in more than ways that we can see at the present moment. It's yeah, cool. I think uh, I, I think a lot of NBA players and um, kind of top NBA names are walking the walk. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like a, a lot more is probably still to come from them uh, d- down at Disney World. But I mean, you know, it was like a serious topic of discussion, like within circles, uh, within player circles. Like, should we go down to Disney World or should we put our efforts, you know, behind? the social change that that's trying to happen in America right now. And, um, I think you can do both. I I think you can do both. Absolutely. And, uh, this is an example of, or or a step towards doing both, I think. So I've, I've been pretty impressed (laughs) with a lot of what the players and teams have done and like the nuggets as well. They've walked the walk too. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what else, you know, they have planned too. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, if you want your voice to be heard and amplified, like, this is the time to do it. You can see, like, with Steven Jackson, unfortunately, today, that, but, like, just players that are in the, the spotlight can say things and it reverberates and it can be heard. And so, you know, if you feel like you have something that the world needs to hear, like, this is how you get it heard. So, uh, you know, I, it makes complete sense to me that, you know, even though there are um, sort of callous intentions behind some of the, you know, reasoning for going through all of these great lengths to put on this bubble weird thing that we're about to go into like it can also be you know there's a lot of like really genuine good that can come from it um and that's that's one of the things yeah think about it this way like uh, we've all watched a lot the last dance here like 20 years ago michael jordan was afraid to to talk about to publicly discuss 
wow. um, his feelings on certain issues because of the blow, the potential blowback. And now mm-hmm. you have LeBron, you have, in our case, Jamal, among other guys, um, speaking out freely. And, and that's just to show you how far the NBA has come mm-hmm. um, in the past two decades. And I think individuals, right, I mean, can really carry the torch and take it further. You know, the WNBA, when, when we talk about the, the woke lead to the progressive leagues, um, I think is underappreciated. But the league itself right. and, and their statements are not always the strongest. But when that's the case, you'll never see those players, those individuals shy away from using their platforms to speak on what's right, uh, to, to, to walk the walk. The Minnesota Lynx, um, just a few years ago, were out in front. Um, I'm leading as role models. And then, of course, Maya Moore... Who, who more than anyone really put her money where her mouth was in terms of supporting a cause that's important to her. So the NBA is going to be bound by certain dynamics that individuals aren't, right? This is a business. There's the PR aspect. There's the financial mm-hmm. aspect. But any individual can always take it upon themselves to say, all right, I don't have to choose. I'm going to be there for my teammates. I'm going to be there for the fans and myself as a competitor. But I can still speak up. I can still find ways to make a difference. Right. And I think Wind hit the nail on the head. You can do both. I don't think it has to be one or the other. Yeah. Um, what's some more news around the league? Another ShamWow <laughs> from Sham Sharania. Uh, Jamal Crawford, officially a Brooklyn Net. So the campaign is over. I do Who not need play to see. <laughs> I do not need to see Hoop Central tweeting. Did you know that Jamal Jamal Crawford once scored fifty points in a wow. game? Wow! It's over, score, Alex. I, I think Twitter made again. this happen. I don't. I don't know if he signs with Brooklyn if it wasn't for Twitter. I don't. Alex, does Jamal Crawford have anything left in the tank? And you, as someone coming from Brooklyn, are you excited at all to watch this team with whatever they've got going on going to Orlando? <laughs> What do they have going on? Stand uh, <laughs> some reason to tune in, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than that, it would be like Joe Harris and a bunch of guys. Who've heard of. Hey, this is a this is a Joe Harris podcast. Right now, so be careful. Oh, I love Joe. Joe is one of the most outstanding people I've ever covered. Um, oh, so, I love it. We love to hear it. We really speak do. it to me. <laughs> uh, I actually caught up with him when uh, he was with the U.S. national team. Um, this summer and you know tori and uh and mason were, were were in vegas as well so yeah i mean <laughs> i just feel bad for brooklyn because it's just like why are they even there like you're like where where brooklyn team. at <laughs> it, it, it's just <sighs> i don't want to say too much more but i mean I, I just feel like yeah uh you know i in terms of Jamal Crawford, I actually covered him uh, uh, as a college, as a senior in college. Oh, wow. he was on his second year with the Knicks, um, and great guy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people who speak uh, volumes about just how much of an off the car, off the court presence he is. Sure. Um, so I'm happy to see him get you know one last hurrah, and, and you know hopefully he'll drop another fifty. He still has, in my opinion, one of the top three crossovers I've ever seen in my life. So uh, hopefully we see some of that in Orlando. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure. What, is, what does Joe Harris think of Denver? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you're best friends with him. Harrison, this is actually becoming a little creepy if I'm being honest. <laughs> now I need to hear about this whole love story about Joe Harris. He's a great shooter. Look, yeah, I've just thought he'd be an awesome piece on the Nuggets for the last Facts. couple of years. And I once called him Clay Thompson on a bad team. This was when the Nets were bad. I might have called him that. When? Way back when the Nets were bad? <laughs> yeah. So now let's just make him Clay Thompson on a good team, baby. <laughs> you mean by adding KD to that team? <laughs> <laughs> Joe's the type of guy who memorizes every single person in the stadium's name. Ooh. Like, like you know, like when you walk in security, he knows yeah. everybody's name. He knows all the attendees. He's 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 a great guy. Uh, you know, underrated uh, gives an underrated effort on defense. I mean to say, and uh, yeah, I mean credit to Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson for finding a diamond in the rough when it appeared like his his NBA career was going to be over in, in Cleveland. Uh, he's going to be he's obviously going to be in demand this summer and. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where, where, where he ends up because he's, he's a great, he's a great player. Yeah. Do you think when, he would when, learn uh, my name? Do you think he would learn my name? 
Because if so, if so, I'm in. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when Kevin Durant like listed off the core nets and did not include Joe Harris, I was Ooh. like, yes. <laughs> let I know. Him, did somebody, let did him some, shine. Did elsewhere. somebody just do that with Gary Harris? <laughs> oh, yeah. Saying. Got to be careful. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, so who do we think is uh, – who do, else do we want to see signed? Is that what we're doing next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Aaron. I forgot what I was going to um, say next. <laughs> who, who, who's the next guy you guys want to see signed? <laughs> Adam Morris for this podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I like Kenneth Fareed. I need to see Kenneth Fareed play basketball. Oh, like well, he signed was on, to he the was Nets? He was also on the Nets before, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. You mean signed specifically to the Nets or just to return to the league? To some, to the any league. T- okay. Washington or Brooklyn. Right. Is, uh, is, <laughs> is Jimmer Fredette eligible? Oh, it's, it is time for a Jimmer showing. Oh, my gosh, yes. I feel like it's about time Jimmer... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a. It's about time he latches on to another summer league. Yo, team you know he needs for, to make uh, a, another round. You know he needs to make a miraculous comeback is Nikola Mirotic. Oh, he wants no part of the NBA, man. Yeah, I mean, well, he can, you know, just because he just because he got punched in the face and his uh, eye socket was caved in yeah. by his teammate. Now he doesn't want to play. Fine, take your Somebody ball. Somebody was and go like, home. "Do you want forty million over <laughs> four years?" And he was like, "Nah, I just want to go go to Spain." So, yeah. yeah, that's not a great endorsement. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Hamilton, I also still believe. Uh, oh, Jordan Hamilton. What about Eric Green? Let's do this. Uh, not as much of a believer there. <laughs> Andrew Bynum? Yeah, didn't we find out that Andrew Bynum is still like 21 years old or some unfathomably yeah, young age? Still in his peak age, absolutely. So wait, Alex, you know this. Um, you had to have been signed to a contract within the last year to be eligible. Is that correct? I believe so. I, I'm. This is probably more of a Spiracolous question than an Alex question. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I, I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Quincy because there was like that controversy, like can Jamal Double Crawford Quincy. even be signed? But I think he was on a roster like for training camp or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, let's hit a quick break, guys, um, and hopefully we'll we'll get someone in here for the steps. If not, we'll pivot with another fun game to close this up. <clears throat> yeah, guys. Uh, if you are feeling a little stressed maybe you've uh, got some back pain maybe you've got arthritis that you just can't seem to get a hold of check out strava craft coffee you can maybe you're 20- also just stressed out you don't have delicious coffee to drink you know yes also, that's also it the, will, it's also uh, the cure to that like it's just yeah, also yeah. delicious <laughs> it will replace your morning starbucks run and probably save you money in the long run because starbucks is overpriced uh hit up stravacraftcoffee.com Use code DNVR20 for 20% off uh, your order of Strava Craft. And uh, also, guys, we've heard the rumors, but Fight Island is finally here. <laughs> this Island. weekend's uh. UFC 251 is set to be the best yet, with big names <laughs> stepping into the octagon all throughout the night. This is an event you do not want to miss. And there's nope. no better place to get in on the action than when DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, can you imagine your buddy throwing a bachelor party on Fight Island? <laughs> It'd be amazing. That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, this week only, DraftKings is offering all new users a special odds boost on this weekend's headline fight. Bet $20 to win $100 on either fighter. We've also got golf, we've got European soccer, and of course we've got Fight Island to bet on this weekend. So lots of ways to uh, either give away your money or make a lot of money. Make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, new users can get a no-brainer odds boost on the headline fight this Saturday. Bet $20 to win $100. Yep, that's right. No matter if you pick Usman or Mas, Mas Vidal, I feel like that changed from the last time <laughs> it did. I read that. It, it did, yeah. Uh, Buckets was yelling at us that uh, whoever used to be in the card got, was out and it had been okay. replaced. Uh, yeah, Mas Vidal now in against Usman. You're obviously boosted to, two, to 20 to win 100, so hit the DraftKings Sportsbook now and sign up with the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonuses comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each of the $500 deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. 
See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Guys, a ShamWow just dropped. Michael Beasley moving toward a deal with the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, so, wow. Michael Beasley. I, I thought he was on the Lakers. Uh, no, that's the other members of the meme team. Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith. This oh. is meme team one and meme team two for sure. <laughs> it really is. I'm telling you, Nick Young is still out there. Please, somebody bring Nick Young into the bubble. Please, for the love of God. We can say this because Tim Connolly has already filled out the roster, so we don't have to worry. Um, hey, we got someone waiting in the wings. Well, it well, is time. Oh, hold on, oh, hold on here. What? There, what? I, 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 just quickly, quickly. Um, what's that? What's what? That? Uh, you guys know what's going on online these days? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> we did not plan for this. Oh. Quick emergency online when D-line session. Uh, there's been a tweet that needs our attention. Last night, Yusuf Nurkic tweeted out this important question. Should I keep my hair long or cut it short? So we have two options. We have the one over here where he looks a little bit like a mushroom. <laughs> so we could pick that. That's the long hair. Or we have this one over here where he looks like Justin Bieber in the year 2005. And that's the short hair. So what do we think? I- I'd love to field some uh, opinions here, guy. I- I'd like to help him out. He's asking for help. Uh, oh my well, God. let's hide that comment. Don't put that one up. I don't know who did that. Oh Get rid of that instantly. Uh, nope. 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 That's, that's putting it back up. Uh, I like him as a mushroom. I'm not going to lie. Do? Wow. Wow. How come? He seems I, like a gentler ask. dude. He seems oh. goofy. He seems easy to make fun of. Whereas he does the guy seem on softer. The right just seems like a jerk. He, well, he, he's he, that's the that's the Bosnian beast. This is the this is the Bosnian, you know, little like dust duster or something. <laughs> Alex, what do you th- if you had to advise this man? What what would you say, long or short? I'm all about the quarantine here. I, I can't wait oh. to see LeBron playing out there with this. <laughs> you know, like uh, let him rock it, man. Okay. Yeah, well, I like I like the long hair too. Okay, well, that, uh, that's all. I, I just uh, I had to get your guys' opinion on this. I thought it was very important. So that's what's going on online uh, these days, guys. <laughs> nice and short. Thanks just for the way I like that. The show, really, the show really needed that. All right, it's time. It's time to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Alex, oh, I don't boy. know if you're familiar with this uh, this sensation. It's called The Steps. Oh, boy. Who's uh, not Denver familiar? Nuggets NBA-related trivia gauntlet. So, oh, Alex, boy. you are going to be the helper. You're not, you're not the participant. We're going to bring in... A DNVR member, DJC15. DJC, what do we call you, brother? What should we call you, man? DJ, 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 baby. All right. Easy enough. DJ, where are you joining us from tonight? Dallas, Texas. All right. Uh, Yeah, we've had DJ on before. I remember him. That's right. The coronavirus epicenters. Oh, boy. Dad, come on. Yeah, don't DJ, think... do you have 10 minutes on coronavirus for us? Let's do it. Uh, just yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. Let's do zero minutes on that. I do have feelings. I do have opinions on the haircut. So. Oh, I'd, I'd love to hear them. Please, please. I'm it's not too late. We can... Me too. Yeah. <laughs> mushroom, mushroom Nurkic looks like the kid I bullied in middle school. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully he's he's not watching. <laughs> DJ, you familiar with the uh, the steps and how it works, my man? Yes, sir. All right, let, baby. let's do it then. Alex, here's the deal. You're his helper. If you know the answer, you can just jump in. You don't yeah. have to imply it or get cute. You can just nope. give it to him. If you don't know the answer, it's best to sit back and not to draw mm-hmm. any attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the, let the captain go down with the ship. All right. <laughs> Wind, are you ready to go, brother? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, boy. All right, question oh, number boy. one, DJ. What website does Alex write for? Oh, whoa. Oh, boy. If you don't know this one, you can go to Alex. <laughs> Does Alex know, know that? <laughs> <laughs> what website are you write? It's the official Nuggets website, Nuggets.com. Go check us out. Uh, final answer? I've heard, I've heard of that website. <laughs> Wait, do we have a, do we have a, can someone check that for us? Do a quick fact check? Should I just say he's right? About okay, let's go. Yeah. let's go. He's correct. He is Congratulations. correct. All right, question number two. What Nuggets player's first name starts with the same letter as his last name? (laughs) (laughs) This is good. (laughs) There's only one. I'll give you a hint. He's he's eight feet tall. 
Oh, sorry, there's two. Oh, there's sorry, two. There's two. Yeah. Oh, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> you got it right. You can give me either one. <laughs> but you got you're one right, right with the other one, then. Yeah. Yes, the other yeah. was... Bull Bull was the other yeah. one. He said Monte Morris. He's right. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Which... Was that not the one you were thinking of? We had Bull Bull, but we're idiots, so you're right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which Nuggets rookie was second on the team in three-point percentage this season? We've been talking about him on the show a lot today. Which Which Nuggets rookie was second on the team in three-point percentage this season? He's the most popular Nugget in, in NBA history. <laughs> Oh, why is my brain farting right now? Which Nuggets rookie? McDonald's All-American MVP. Was second on the team in three-point percentage this season. Michael Porter Jr. That is correct. Michael Porter Jr. That is correct. All right, question number four. What number does Gary Harris, maybe a member of the core, maybe not, wear? (laughs) Definite member of the core. Gary Harris. What number does Gary Harris miss? I just forgot. Oh, well. I, I forgot. 14, right? <laughs> cool. I'm glad you did too. Is yeah, that your correct. final answer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is correct. Four for four. Wow. Moving on up. For the sticker pack. The tension builds. Oh Question number God. five. Which of these players has not spent their entire career, NBA career, with the Nuggets? Which of these players has not spent their entire NBA career with the Nuggets? Gary Harris, maybe a member of the core, maybe not. Uh, Tory Craig, PJ Dozier. Who has not spent their entire NBA career with Corey the Nuggets? Corey Craig. Uh, Corey Craig. Keep on thinking on it. <laughs> I, I was a very. I thought about it for a second, but I was like, no. Keep this on thinking. This is the tough one. PJ's rookie. Um, Gary's definitely good, bro. PJ might, may or may have not played in like, one of the most annoying fan base in, in sports. <laughs> fa- so this go is our this is our favorite part of the steps, where we're just like you can tell them the answer, answer, but like no one no one will do it. They Wait, have to like no, make it a game part. within a game. Like his aunt was a registered Democrat in the seventies. <laughs> Okay, right. let's move on. He's right. I don't mean that about Boston. I'm roll with yeah. That is correct. Let's go. That's correct. PJ so, Dozier had a cup of coffee with um, the Celtics and the Thunder. I believe. Oh, All right, so DJ, pretty, pretty jittery. You have a big choice now, my man. Are you going to take the sticker pack and run, or are you going to push it for a T-shirt? T-shirt. T-shirt. So I'm not a fan of self-portrait, so I'm going to take the sticker pack and run. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Wise man. Yeah. Wise men. Well, listen, DJ, stick around after the show. We'll talk to you. We'll get your info. We'll send you that sti- uh, those stickers. Good stuff, man. Appreciate you hopping in. <laughs> that was a pretty hard stop in that music, huh? Our, our, members, are, our members are wising up, man. They really yeah, are. Yeah, they're, they're taking the sticker pack and just running. I can't you know what? It. You know what? Good on them. You know, you know what I say? Good on them. They learned how to conquer the steps, and it's to stop early because you're a weak baby. Congratulations, everybody. You did it. Hey, that's it for tonight's show. We want to give a big thank you to DJ for hopping on, playing the steps. Uh, a, a massive shout-out to Alex Labadoo from Nuggets.com for joining us. Alex, we missed you, man. We appreciate the insight. Likewise, thanks for having me. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Dude, we'll yeah, do it thanks again Thanks for coming sometime, on, man. Huh? That was fun. Yeah. All right, take care, Alex. Hey, thanks to all of you for, for watching, for laughing, for commenting. We'll do it again tomorrow. 8 p.m. Mountain Time on YouTube, Periscope, (laughs) Facebook. Peace out. Peace out. Peace the rest of you. Take care. Be safe. Be safe. So we've had so many people sign up for WGT in our DNVR Clubhouse. We had to make another one. That's how many people, that's how many DNVR members, I should say, are playing WGT. So if you want to get in on the fun, if you want to get in on the action, download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. That's the link you have to use and search for the DNVR2 Country Club. DNVR, none the number two, all one word, 
that's the country club you have to join to get in on our tournaments. We run them every weekend. Last weekend we had the best of the par fours on WGT for July 4th. I of course placed top 10, just racking up the top 10 finishes. We'll have another next weekend, so get in before then, download WGT from dnvrgolf.com, the best iPhone game out there, the best phone game out there, period, and search for the DNVR2 Country Club. That's how you can get entered into this weekend's WGT tournament.